Assalamu alaikum. This is episode number nine of our Hajj series, nearly coming to an end, inshallah. And today I wanted to talk to you about the final conclusion, conclusion ayah of Surah Al Hajj. Surah Al Hajj is, of course, one, Surah number 22 in the Quran, and there's an entire Surah named by this, this big pillar of Islam, Hajj, right? And so, again, it's 10 pages. Uh, a lot of lessons, but you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala usually when it comes to these surahs, um, you know, He concludes these surahs with very powerful messages. You know, so if you want to know the gist of the overall message of the surah, then look at the final conclusion, conclusion and the concluding ayat of the surah. So, you know, there's 78 ayat in the surah, and if you just go back, go to the end of the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, gives us a concluding message of Surah Al-Hajj, which also we can understand to mean that you know this is the essence of Hajj as a as a ritual, as one of the pillars of Islam. What is the outcome that we should get out of Hajj? What is the overall message Allah wants us to learn? What's the objective of Hajj? You can say, and so Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, rajim wajahidu and strive in the path of Allah, strive in Allah, haqqa jihadih, as much as he deserves to be strived upon. And so here Allah is telling us that Hajj is supposed to give us this boost, this energy to do something good for this, for this deen. Um, and then Allah says, Hu tabakum. Subhanallah. Wa ma ja'ala alaykum fi deeni you know what means? It means He has chosen you. So it's as if Allah is telling us that He has chosen every single one of us to become a Muslim, number one. Number two, if you've gone for Hajj, He has chosen you to go for Hajj. Number three, if you're reading this, if you're listening to these ayat, then Allah has chosen you. Chosen you for what? Chosen you to do something meaningful, to strive for His deen. And you know, when you go to Hajj, you see the Kaaba. It's supposed to remind you of Ibrahim alayhi salam and, this, and the you know, efforts he went through um, you know, to make this place a blessed place. Remember his dua? He made dua to Allah, Ya Allah, make this place you know, a place of peace and prosperity and bless its people with you know, uh, rizq and safety and all, the, all these things. So all the mission of Ibrahim alayhi salam is remembered through the rituals of Hajj. When you see Kaaba, that's a symbol of Ibrahim salam's uh, sacrifices, Ibrahim salam's discipline and his vision of having a, a place of, of peace and prosperity and building the Kaaba to be a symbol of that, all his efforts. So in a way, Ibrahim salam had a mission in life. He had a vision in life that he worked towards, right? He, was, he wasn't just eating, drinking, sleeping and playing and dying, right? He, his mission was something meaningful, there was a grand vision that he was living for. And same thing, when you look at the Kaaba, it reminds you of his wife, also Hajar alayhi salam. You know, the, 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 the sa'i that you do between Safa and Marwa, Safa and Marwa. Again, a symbol of putting an effort, doing something. وَجَاهِدُ فِي You know, you, you strive. And unfortunately, many people think jihad is, it means, you know, killing yourself on the battlefield. That's a, that's a very narrow view of what jihad actually means. Jihad comes from the root word jihada, which means to put some effort, right? Do something, strive. 
be put your energy to good use make use of your efforts and so in whatever capacity you can jahidu fillahi haqqa jihada then you you have been chosen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so don't think that this islam that you have this you're taking it for granted right if you're just born a muslim and you don't you're not really doing anything you don't have anything to do with Ibrahim alayhi salam's vision you don't have anything to do with the prophet alayhi salam's vision again when you go to hajj when you when even if you're not going for hajj you're you know in these days of the hajjah these blessed days you're watching tv you're seeing the kaaba you're seeing people doing tawaf and all these rituals it's supposed to remind you of the vision of the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam again 23 years of struggles and effort and striving to to make this place a place free of shirk remember the kaaba was a place filled with idols and shirk and worshiping other than allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it was a place where there was a lot of injustice happening people weren't being treated equally and there was so much zulm and oppression going on and injustice and so islam came to remove all of that and you know the sahaba the companions of the process of the process of they went through a lot of uh, you know efforts they put in a lot of effort they did a lot of jihad for us for our sake and some people's lives were lost in battles and then here we are born muslims living comfortably in our homes uh, and you know we've taken this deen to be something for granted right we've taken it for granted and allah reminds us wama ja'ala alaykum fid deeni min haraj allah hasn't made this deen something that's of difficulty for you you know there's no difficulty this deen when you strive for allah in this deen on this path then you enjoy it right it becomes something that you enjoy doing it's not something that's a burden on you that you hate doing right وَمَا جَعَلَ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ مِنْ حَرَجٍ Then Allah reminds us, مِلَّةَ أَبِيكُمْ إِبْرَاهِيمٌ مِلَّةَ أَبِيكُمْ إِبْرَاهِيمٌ SubhanAllah This is, you know, the same faith of your father Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah is reminding us, you know, taking us back to the father of Tawheed, the father of the oneness, of, of uh, belief in the one, the one uh, God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So He's reminding us, He's reconnecting us with Ibrahim alayhi salam's vision. We are supposed to be people who are you know fulfilling that same vision that came down from Ibrahim alayhi salam all the way down to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam and of course this was the vision of all the prophets they all came with the same vision the same mission right belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala establish justice and spread peace and love and harmony on earth and make this world a better place benefit humanity with you, with your life right you dedicate your life to do something meaningful that's why Allah created that's why Allah created Adam alayhi salam a khalifa of Allah on earth someone responsible someone who's taking on, on that responsibility to do something beneficial for themselves for the people around them for their communities to make the world a better place and leave a legacy behind then Allah says huwa samakum al-muslimina min qabl wa fi hadha they he has named you the muslims again another very important message of uniting us together that you know all these labels that you put together for yourselves leave them right you are muslims he has named you muslims so if someone asks you what are you you, you know you need to respond by saying i am a muslim very simple i have submitted myself to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i have willingly submitted to peace because islam comes from peace and submission and you know being a source of peace experiencing inner peace that is what a muslim is and then allah says beautifully it's the same this is the same ayah we haven't finished yet he says why has he named you muslims 
ليكون الرسول شهيدا عليكم وتكونوا شهداء على الناس. He has named you Muslims. You were born Muslim. You were born into a Muslim family. Why? So that the Prophet ﷺ will be a witness over you. Subhanallah. So the Prophet ﷺ, the Day of Judgment, is literally going to be a witness over us. He, you know, went, him and his Sahaba, they went through all those years of struggle to give us this beautiful deen of Islam, to make the Kaaba purified, right? And to spread this deen all over the corners of the world. And so the, all the 1.6, 1.7 billion Muslims today, why are we Muslims? So that the, and the Prophet will be a shaheed on, on us. He will be a witness on us. Witness on us for what? What is he going to witness us for? What does he expect from us? And you know, Allah says, وَتَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءَ nas." You be a witness over the people. Right? So it's as if we're in between. The Prophet is a witness on us and we're supposed to be witnesses of people around us. So in, in essence, the Prophet ﷺ has handed us down this responsibility. This vision is not just a vision of the Prophet ﷺ, it's not just the vision of the, Prophet, uh, the Sahaba. This is a vision that's passed down generation after generation to all the Muslims that will come and inhabit the earth, that you have been given this message, this vision of spreading this peaceful, beautiful way of life to everyone around you. So you live it, you be a source of peace and guidance and happiness in your life and then in the lives of people around you. And be, using the word shaheedan means that we, he will be a witness on, either on, for us or against us. So if we are people who don't live by this vision, we just take this thing for granted and don't t take this as a responsibility, then the Prophet will be a witness against us. If, on the other hand, we fulfill whatever we can of our duties and spread this deen and live by this deen and, and make this a way of life for us, make this like a vision of our life, then inshallah the Prophet will be a witness for us in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's a pretty, pretty uh, big responsibility here, right? Allah's putting us in our place. Surah Al-Hajj, yes, you went to Hajj now. Uh, yes, you, you've witnessed the days of Hajj. Now show me what you got. Show me what is your vision. What are you going to do with going forward now? You, okay, I, I gave you a clean slate. You, you, all your sins are forgiven. You're like a newborn baby. Now show me what you got. Show me what you're going to do for me, right? Are you going to change your lifestyle? Are you going to make it more meaningful? Are you going to live with purpose, with a vision? Do you know exactly what you want to do? Do you have clarity? So Allah ends this beautiful ayah and this beautiful surah by saying, فَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ وَاَعْتَصِمُوا so establish your prayers, establish your, uh, your zakat. And hold on to Allah. It means hold on really tightly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is going to be your protective friend. You know, so Allah here is telling us that you know, once you get on this mission, then you need two things. You need iqamat uh, salah, you need your salah to help you, you know, stick to this vision. And you need wa'atu zakat, and you need to establish your zakat, which also means that you know you need to be in a constant state of purification, purification of your money, yes, but at the same time, purifying your heart, purifying your mind, your thought. So prayer and purification, these are your tools once you get on this mission. And wa'atasimu billah, hold on to Allah, hold on to Allah subhanahu wa taala, because He is your savior. He is going to be your friend. 
What an amazing uh, source of support for you. And you know, what an amazing protective friend he is. And a, a blessed helper is he. And he will indeed give you nusra. He will give you victory. He will, inshallah, help you in this vision of yours. So what more do you want, right? Number one, Allah made you born Muslim, right? Very easy. Right? You don't have to go through all the sacrifices, all the troubles of, you know, leaving your family and your, you know, their, uh, you know, all the tradition that you had if you were a non-Muslim. You were born a Muslim. And if you're watching this and you are a Muslim today, even if you've left your previous deen, today you are a Muslim. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is handing you down this responsibility. It's like a big wake-up call, honestly. The end of this surah is a big wake-up call for all of us that listen. You being a Muslim is not just something that you take for granted. There are responsibilities. Allah has chosen you out of all the people in the world. There's six, seven billion people in the world today. He has chosen you. Yes, you individually. He has chosen you to become a Muslim for a reason. He sees potential in you. And, and so, you know, the, the challenge of life is to, number one, be aware of this reality, right? Because most people are just, just distracted. They don't, they're not aware of this, the seriousness and the responsibility that we have been given. So that's number one. Number two, remember that Ibrahim was your father and, you know, you need to continue that legacy. You need to continue to the legacy of Ibrahim السلام, and the legacy of the Prophet Muhammad السلام, by you know, being their ambassador on this earth. Being an ambassador of Ibrahim السلام, and Muhammad السلام, on this earth. And so remember that the Prophet السلام, is either going to be a witness for us or against us. It's really a choice that you have to make at the end of the day. You know? Are you going to um, you know, live a life of purpose and uh, something meaningful to inshallah because, you know, we're going to live 60, 70, 80 years, maximum 100 years, 120 years sometimes, right? You're going to live this short amount of time in, on this world, very limited period of time. Uh, what are you going to do for, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? He has created you for a purpose. What are you going to do, right? Are you just going to drink, sleep, eat, play, watch TV, you know, play video games, and that's it? Entertainment, and that's it? Or is there a higher purpose? So most people are distracted. They're just, you know continuously you know, living a life of delusion, heedlessness, ghafla, right? Uh, but Allah has chosen you as Muslims to change this reality. To wake yourself up, number one, and then wake those around you and have a vision, have a purpose, do something meaningful. I'm not saying all of you need to become scholars and preachers of Islam. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean by having a vision is in whatever capacity. If you are you know, studying uh, medicine, then you need, to be, you need to use this ilm, this knowledge that you have and, and establish a career where you can be a source of you know, guidance for people in your career, right? Be a, meaning, some, a doctor who helps people, who goes out of his way to help people. If you're someone talented in film, then make movies that are meaningful. If you're a talented artist, then use your, your um, talent to inshallah, you know, spread a beautiful message of Islam. If you're a teacher, then help teach the, these beautiful teachings. So whatever profession you're in, Use that in a creative way to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fulfill the, the vision of Ibrahim and Muhammad. And remember that 
you need to hold on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the ways to hold on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who's going to be your, your best friend is by continuously talking to him. And so Allah beautifully tells us that, you know, salah. Why? Because when you pray, you are talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in salah also you're reciting Quran, which means Allah's talking to you. So when you, when you, you take Allah as your mawla, as your best friend, then you're going to constantly be in a conversation with him. You're going to constantly need to be reminded of him. He needs to constantly talk to you. You need to constantly talk to him to establish this conversation because he's going to help you in your vision. And, you know, salah and dua and Quran, these three things are your weapons in this vision of yours. When you have Allah on your side, what more do you want? What an amazing protective friend you have that is guaranteed, nasir, guaranteed. When you're on Allah's side, you're guaranteed victory, right? You're guaranteed going to be a winner. There's, there's no questions asked, right? That's his name, An-Nasir. Done, right? You have Allah on your side. What more do you need? So this concluding ayah of Surah Hajj really gives you this energy and boosts you up to you know, really pump you up and get you, inshallah, on full force to really do this jihad, the real meaning of jihad, right? To strive and live a life of you know, a purpose and do something meaningful for yourself, for your families, and for communities. And for this ummah, this is the beautiful concluding uh, ayah of Surah Al-Hajj, where Allah really sums up the entire purpose of Hajj for us. And so I, I hope this is a powerful reminder for myself and all of you who are watching. And you know, spread this message, inshallah, because um, this is the reality of our deen. We were born Muslims. Allah chose us for a reason. And inshallah, it is up to us to make a choice, right? What kind of life you want to live? There's really two ways of life. There's either you're watching people play the game or you're in the game, you're playing the game, right? Are you going to just sit in the audience and watch amazing things happen in your lifestyle? Are you just going to sit by and watch the train go by? Or are you going to jump, hop on the train? Are you going to enter the field and start playing this game? Start doing this real jihad of you know, striving and living a life of productivity and action and purpose and you know, helping others and, and living a meaningful life. I'll see you tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.